You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The seven days of parlays oh. over at BetMGM. Right now, what they're doing is they're doing a parlay a day where you get this parlay token, they're calling it. It is not an actual token. Like, it's not a medallion that you can keep as a keepsake, but it is merely online through the sports books. And what you do is you get this token every day where you can do a parlay or same game parlay, and you can uh, go to your BetMGM app or the website and make sure you activate the token. Happy holidays from the king of sports books. It is parlay season. So today they are doing a pro football full same game parlay insurance token. That is a mouthful. And it sounds like a holiday uh, Hallmark Christmas movie. The magic wonder miracle worker of the Christmas baking championship. I don't know if you've seen that TikTok. It was very funny. But anyways, back to the same game parlay. So, Jenks, I've said this before. I think I like same game parlays more than straight Mm -hmm. up parlays, because if you're right on a game script and how a game is Mm -hmm. supposed to go, it feels like these are more winnable than having to bank on multiple different outcomes in multiple different games. Yeah. Oh, I agree, especially if you feel strongly about how something is going to go. And you know how it is with if you're doing three different games, then isn't it more difficult to say, I think I know exactly how this is going to go, exactly how this is going to go, and exactly how this is going to go. That's A, a lot of handicapping, and B, it's just naturally, inherently much more difficult to have it figured out or to think you know how a game or situation might play out. So I'm with you. If you have a strong feeling, no matter what the sport, and you think, we always talk about game script. I think game script Mm -hmm. is a good way to look at things. This is how I think the game is going to go. Based on that game script that I feel strongly about, here's the same game parlay I'm going to place. Yeah, it's like all of those Hallmark Christmas movies. They have a script, and you can guess what's going to happen next. They are all so formulaic that they have a step to each part of the movie that you can kind of guess. Maybe it's going to be like that for Thursday Night Football, and I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of Rams legs when it comes to this same game parlay. So let's dive into the game tonight uh, from a side and total uh, standpoint. So right now we've got the Rams laying four, total of 46. And Jinx, I think both of us kind of like the Rams here. This is a Rams team Mm -hmm. that's been flying under the radar, I think, for most of us, just because the expectations this year were not very high for L.A. And looking at the records here, both teams stand at 7-7, but the Rams look like they have been playing the better brand of football as of late, especially their offense. Uh, They've scored Mm -hmm. 28 points plus in each of their last four games, and even doing it against some of the best defenses 
in all of football, put up a 36 spot on the Browns, put up 31 and took the Ravens to overtime. That's one of the best defenses in the NFL as well. But now they meet a Saints team that I feel like I don't care that much about and maybe I am Mm -hmm. overlooking them. But even when you look at the metrics, we know the Saints traditionally have a good defense. But can you really give them that much credit when they are playing the easiest schedule in the entire NFL this year? I don't know what to make of the Saints, but I would lean towards the Rams here. Yeah, I just like the way they're playing right now. And you touched on it. How good is New Orleans? I mean, really? Yeah, they have the same record as the Rams. They're each 7-7. and But the Saints play in such a bad division. Oh, they won two straight. Who have they beaten? The Giants and the Panthers. Oh, bravo, guys. Before that, they lost to the Vikings, Falcons, and Lions. And you mentioned how prolific that Rams offense has been. And also, when you look at the Saints defense, it's been pretty good. But also, those metrics have been boosted by virtue of the fact that they played such a weak schedule. I think, didn't you say this? Haven't the Saints played the worst schedule in the NFL? Yeah, the easiest. The easiest schedule. And that's why everybody and their mom was on their win total over at the start of the season. You know, saying if you have the easiest schedule in the NFL, one would think you could win nine and a half or nine games, whatever the line was. But this is a Saints team that's been very underwhelming. I think these are two teams with like the opposite things going for them. Uh, You look at the Saints, like you said, they've been underwhelming. And then you look at the Rams and they have uh, kind of exceeded expectations. But here's the thing. They have a good quarterback, a good veteran quarterback. They have one of the most prolific receivers in the league. So that one-two punch right there should put them at least in contention in some of these games. And then they discovered Puka Nakua, who has had some monster Mm -hmm. games and can take off some of the pressure when it comes to Cooper Cup. Then they have Kyron Williams, who over the last few weeks in football has been one of the most prolific running backs in all of football. And like I said, they have not been playing cupcakes of teams like the fact that they put 36 on the Browns and Kyron Williams had 88 yards in that game that's pretty impressive even against the Ravens who uh, by the books one of the better defenses in the league and Kyron Williams put up 114 rushing yards and that was a game that was even game script proof because usually when a game goes to overtime that's not a game where you're running Mm -hmm. the football that much so I think you look at Kyron Williams I think you look at Cooper Cup And I think you look at the Rams. What do we think the parlay legs are going to be here? Because I feel like we have some really good candidates. I say we go Rams minus four. We go Cooper Cup over his receiving prop and Kyron Williams over his rushing prop. Or if you want to go carries prop, touches prop for Kyron Williams. I'm not opposed to that either. I know you like that too. Well, what about the four? Does this make you nervous at all that it's over a field goal? Like for the parlay, should we do minus three or do we just do Rams money line? I was just thinking about that. You can do Rams minus three at minus 146. I might play that anyway. I hate, I hate when you, when you have a game that's right there at that dead number. What is your thought on buying? Am I being stupid here? I feel like I'm being stupid, like buying this down to three, but I hate, but then again, four is sort of no man's land when it comes to these spreads, you know? Yeah, I think it really depends on your goals as somebody who is betting because I have been taught by handicappers who bet for a living 
that you're not supposed to buy points in the NFL just because over time the juice will get you. Like if you're playing a lot of minus 145s and a lot of minus 130s, you have to win at a higher clip than somebody who is playing normal standard juice, minus 110, whatever. And the opposite is also true. If you're playing plus money, you don't have to win at a, a higher rate to come out even as opposed to those people laying the juice. So we're not like, you know, transparency check. We are not people who our income is solely based on betting on these games. And I think most people know yes. that. Uh, but, you know, if you are betting for entertainment and you just want to win, you can bet whatever you want. But yeah. uh, if you do like the Rams in a big way, like maybe you just lay the four. But when it comes to parlays, that's when I'm more conservative. I get that. Now, especially when you're talking about a three-leg parlay, we could play this down to two and a half if we wanted to. I would certainly not recommend that for just a single game bet. But for a three-leg parlay, I certainly don't mind laying a little bit more juice for something that will end up being a plus money payout if you want to do that. Mm -hmm. There's different ways you can do it. I would say if we're doing a parlay, I would play it down to three. We don't have to do two and a half. But then again, I think the Rams can easily cover the four. You can talk me into anything, Chelsea. Match has put in the chat a pretty good option. Rams minus two and a half. Kyron Williams, 80 plus rush yards. Cooper Cup, 70 plus receiving yards. That is plus 275. I think that's a pretty good look. I like that. Let's do that. Let's make that our parlay. We're due. Let's win it. Let's win it. We're due. We're due. Hey, we haven't hit one of these seven days of parlays yet at BadMGM, but I like this one a lot. And we're both in super agreement on it. Whereas the other night with hockey, it was like, all right, I know you're not much of a hockey gal. My bets weren't good anyway, so it's moot point. But this is something I think we are both very much in line with as far as how we see the game playing out. Oh, for sure. And especially when you are putting in the props that are just a touch lower than the line to mount, you are playing off the sharpness of the books. So if you think their numbers are sharp, if you just bump it down just to touch, like I feel like that is a good way to do some of these props because I think Cooper Cup and Kyron Williams can go well above their props, but we'll play it a little safer here. 80-plus rush yards and 70-plus receiving yards for plus uh, 275. We have not touched on a total here of 46. Mm-hmm. I think it's gone up a little bit. I believe it was 45 earlier in the week. I can't decide which way to go on this because I can totally see this Rams offense putting up a big number. It's just I don't know what to expect from New Orleans here. Oh, God. I don't know. I Here's what I think. If I leaned one way, I would lean to the over. Just because you mentioned this earlier in the show, the Rams have scored at least 28 points in four straight. Also, the New Orleans offense has what? It, it, it's good enough to score some points. The Rams defense has given up 19 points in their last three games. So I know it's not as simple as adding 33 plus 19, but I think the Saints have enough weapons just to get enough points on the board to push this to the over. It almost makes me nervous that all of the money like 90 percent of the money is on the over in this game it opened at 44 and a half now it's at 46 so sometimes when i see everyone on one side you know how it is makes you a little bit nervous but i if i'm gonna make a case i'm making a case for the over at 46 
I think I would lean towards that way as well, but it does scare me. If mm -hmm. this was a standalone or excuse me, not a standalone game and it was on a Sunday on a normal week, I think I would be yeah. all over the over on this one. But because it is a short week and because it is a primetime game where we have seen unders really be the play, I think that's the factor that would take me off of this bet and make me not want to play anything at all. But I feel like we should mention something on the Saints side just in case people want to bet on that side. I do think Alvin Kamara over his receiving prop is a pretty good look. You can get it at 29.5 at some shops. It is 31.5 over at BetMGM. But he has hit this number in 9 of 11 games this season. But if you look at the matchup, the Rams have been especially stingy to opposing running backs in the passing game. Uh, but this is a really low number. And I think the opportunity is going to be there for Alvin Kamara. So even if he's not like especially efficient, I think he's going to get the targets because we have seen games this year in which he has gotten the targets like a wide receiver. He's had games where he's had 14 targets twice this season. He's had targets of eight, of seven. So I just feel like the opportunity is going to be there. This is a pretty low number. I think he is going to be involved in this game so if i were to look at the Saints side that is the one play that i kind of like okay i like it i'll go with you on that i think it's a good point and i mean he's so talented that at some point he, even if you said like you said even if he doesn't get the yardage he should get the opportunities and that is a way that you can beat la right they're great offensively but they're not necessarily stingy on defense they are in certain spots for sure but ultimately, when you look at the weapons on that Saints offense, if they're going to win this game, he's got to get the ball, right? they got to get him the ball mm -hmm. in space and let him try to do his thing. So I like that quite a bit. I'm also going to go on the other side. I'm going to go Kyron Williams over 88 and a half rushing yards. I love this for the Rams. And I think Cooper Cup is a good call as well. But I'm of the belief that Kyron Williams could go off in this game. And the reason why the Rams are winning games is because of him rushing the ball. Now, Matt Stafford has been fantastic. There's no question about that. But look at what Kyron Williams has done over the past five weeks. He's hit this number four times. Again, his rushing prop set at 88 and a hook. And the only time he didn't hit it, guess what? He got 88, missed it by a half yard. So I see a lot of experts on this bet. I'm going to be on it as well. Let's go over 88 and a half rushing yards, minus 125 for Kyron Williams. Yeah, I think the best part of this is what I was mentioning about the defenses. Because the mm -hmm. fact that he's hitting this number against the Ravens run defense and the Browns run defense, and even in games that are pretty close where it's not, you know, a blowout, because sometimes we know the running backs get more carries when it is a blowout. But also, that goes into it as well. If you truly think the Rams are the better team and they're going to be running the ball at the end of this game, that goes even more um, ammo towards your bet of Kyron Williams over his rushing prop. I did balk at this one when I first saw the number. 88.5 is pretty high. I know. But still... Over it the last is. five weeks, I think he's averaging over 90 rushing yards per game. So I do think it's a solid play. I just need to decide how many of these I'm playing because I like a lot. Oh, of them. good. Chelsea, do it. It's your time. You've had a good week. You've had a good run over the past. God, I feel like a couple months easy. So if you like something the way you've been trending, I say you just stick with it and roll with it. The way I've been trending. That's the only way I'm trending. 
It certainly isn't for fashion. Maybe it's just for my bets. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.